Rebelers of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Yancey Porter, Gary Darby, and Gordon Ford. Around fakes left, goes right himself, he's to the end zone, touchdown, Ole Miss. Giving you the lowdown on the mighty Rebels for the past 25 years. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf, and the Rebels recover it. Make your voice heard. Be part of the show by texting 662-426-1093. Touchdown! John Rice Plumley faked it to Connor off the left side, kept it around the end, and takes it to the powder blue house. 662-426-1093. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. And here's your host, Gary Darby. Welcome to another Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. This is Gary Darby, Yancey Porter, Gordon Ford in the studio with me. Tonight on the show, we'll chat with Ole Miss All-American and radio analyst Harry Harrison at 610. I'll answer your questions from that text message line, 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. And we'll talk with Terry Warren. He's owner of Rebel Rags around 630 with the good, bad, and ugly coming up at 650. Guys, heavy rains and lightning delayed things for about an hour and 45 minutes on Saturday, but that was about the only thing that slowed down Ole Miss on Saturday. 61-21, all kind of records were set by this Ole Miss team, and they get the win over Tulane in Oxford. Big time game. I, I thought it was definitely the most complete game of the year. I thought they played well against Louisville, but that second half, the defense, uh, they, they showed up and showed out. They sure did, and I'll tell you one thing, too. Matt Corral made some throws in that game that were just big-time NFL. And, you know, he's been, what, Walter Camp, player of the year, player of the week, the last two weeks? Yeah. And, you know, I've been looking at some stuff in the NFL draft, and people have him going as high as a second player taken to the second round. But, uh, you know, they kind of criticize his size, but some of these guys that are over him, like Spencer Rattler and all them, they're the same height as him. So, you know, I really think that he is definitely going to be a high draft pick. Guys, here's the thing, like 707 yards of total offense, 448 in the first half, okay? They scored on six of their first seven first-half possessions. They scored on nine of their first 11. And they do that because of one, I kept thinking, all right, this offensive line, right? We can talk about Corral. We can talk about the receivers. You can talk about Ely and Connor and Parrish and the running backs. That front line's pretty good now. I mean, they've played really well in the first three games. You mentioned Corral. He was also SEC uh, Offensive Player of the Week. He got that. And co-offensive lineman of the week was uh, Jeremy James. So that offensive line standing out to me so far three games. Oh, out. absolutely. I think Lane kind of motivated him a little bit in that Monday press conference when he uh, pretty much criticized them and said they had a lot of improvement to do. They got pressure a couple times. Uh, it's more crowd, more design runs for him to get out of the pocket than more two-lane pressure. It was definitely the most complete game by the offensive line. And getting getting all five starters back at one time was big for them as well. Well, that's true. I'm gonna, if you don't mind, I don't even didn't even mention this. I want right after the game, Coach Kiffin had these things to say. I mean, usually he doesn't brag about his team, right? I mean, we talk about things and whatever, but but I do want to listen to what Lane said immediately after. And of course, it would help if it's in the air going towards Tyree. If I had the right button pushed. <laughs> he was talking about all the stats in 41 yep. first downs, right? And everything that 
Ole Miss did uh, in that game. And he said, I'm not just throwing them out because they're stats and they look good. I mean, I think he was, and yes, there were things he could pinpoint and things he could still work with and things he could still do to practice on in this off week and then leading up to Alabama. But he genuinely, I think, did like a lot of the things he saw in that football game on Saturday. Yeah, you know, I think the one thing that he might still hawk you know, hamper on during the the break here for the two weeks is penalties, right? Sure. Uh, I believe, I'm not sure, I think it was nine penalties for 65 yards, which brings their total penalties over 300 yards for the season, which is averaging over 100 yards per game in penalties, which will get you beat by the Alabama. That, that's right. That won't so, play against the top. Other than that, I mean, you know, the, the protection, uh, the pass protection from the offensive line was much improved. Uh, the defense that we just talked about, I mean, that's the big thing. The, the second half, they just totally shut them down. I believe they had maybe 108 yards of total offense in the second half, and, you know, they were bringing in third and four stringers, some walk-ons. It was raining. It was late. It was after midnight. You know, that's when you get a lot of yacht yards, and, and Ole Miss just clamped it down. No doubt, and you're right. They played a lot of players. They played some guy at the end of the game, a running back, that his name escapes me, but they didn't even have him on the roster. So, you know, I mean, there were guys out there playing that just absolutely people didn't even know who they were. Yeah, and, uh, you know, when I think of that defense right now, I mean, it's, it's Chance's defense to me. He's just, uh, he's, he's somebody Ole Miss hasn't had the last few years. I don't remember the last time Ole Miss has had a linebacker like him. He's so instinctive and, and it just makes him play so fast. And, you know, they've got to keep number two and number 44 upright. If they can for the full season, big things are ahead. You know, I mentioned everything we're going to do. We got Harry Harrison coming up next. We're going to do some text messages. We'll talk with Terry Warren. You're going to start doing, uh, a recruiting take as yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, they had seven big official visits in this weekend, and uh, things went well. We're going to break down who all came in for the visits and where Ole Miss stands with those guys. That's got to be, you know, I've, I've followed you and watched you and do those things. I don't know how you can keep up with with every kid that's out there that might have an interest in Ole Miss or wherever. It's got to be a fun thing to kind of keep up involved with. Well, after 25 years, I, I should learn how to do it. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> hey, don't forget that text message line is 662-426-1093. 662-426-1093. We'll answer some text messages coming up soon, but next we'll talk with our guy Harry Harrison. It's Harry's Corner is what we're going to call it. Coming up in just a few, we'll talk with the Ole Miss radio analyst on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Cannon Motors is excited to be celebrating 65 years of serving you and your family. From the time my dad started Cannon Motors in 1957, our goal has been to provide you with the best customer experience possible. Allow us to continue to serve you by contacting Cannon Chevrolet of Oxford to bring home a new Tahoe or Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthLand.com. Equal housing lender. 
Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw Real Estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know, Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Now your hosts, Yancey, Gary, and Gordon. All right, my friends, welcome back to the program, the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I'm Gary, Yancey, and Gordon all in the studio. And our good friend is with us again, Harry's Corner. It's Harry Harrison, our All-American and game analyst for the Ole Miss Rebels. Harry, how are you doing, buddy? Man, it's uh, Monday night, my wife's birthday. The Rebels just came off a huge win. I don't know how to get you any better. <laughs> well, we thank you for joining us on her birthday. We know that we need to then hurry up and get you uh, in discussion. Harry, I've got to start you here. Every discussion with Ole Miss, no matter this show, as as the guys that follow Ole Miss or nationally or wherever it might be, the discussion is number two in Matt Corral. Start with us there and your thoughts on the Ole Miss quarterback three games in. Three games in, he's as good as anybody in the country. The one thing I'd like for him to do, I mean, he's a gunslinger. And, and this is a story I don't know that many people know, but I got to know his father pretty well. And he told me up through the eighth grade he was a linebacker, okay? I said, well, how did he become a quarterback? He said, well, the coach, you know, when he got in the ninth grade, there was an errant ball, and they asked him to throw it back across the field. He hummed it back over there, and then went, damn, he's got a great arm. <laughs> so. That's how he became a quarterback, and obviously it has worked out very well in his favor. But he, but, but I tell that story because he's got a, a linebacker mentality, Yancey. He wants to run over somebody. He wants to make score every time he gets the ball. And I can feel Jeff Levy. I can feel his heart skip a beat because I'm sitting through the glass right next to him, and I'm like, okay, I'm with you, Levy. Let's, let's get him on the ground, you know. So, But, you know, we got a great group of receivers. He, he just knows he's got the great touch. Knows he's got a great deep ball. I don't know how he could have played any better through three. Harry, I said before the season, I really believe that for Ole Miss to be able to beat the Alabamas, the Georgias of the world, to be able to get to the playoffs that we all are yearning for for the Rebels, they had to have a third big-time receiver in that group. We had Drummond, you had Sanders that you know, have done their thing, but they had to have a third guy emerge, and that's what Mingo's done. I mean, you look at the production, Mingo, I was thumbing through his stats. He had 551 yards total in his first two years at Ole Miss through the first three games. He has 290 yards and four touchdowns the first uh, two years. He had 551 yards and four touchdowns. What what do you think is has kind of turned the light on for him? Well, I think what we got, Yancey, is uh, we got three receivers that nobody can double. The first couple games, everybody was doubling over on Braylon Sanders, and, you know, he didn't get many touches. But we go back to this last uh, Saturday night, and, of course, it was, uh, you know, a wet field, a wet ball. It didn't seem to slow us down at all. And, 
and I know Tulane has gone through a bunch of adversity having to move out of New Orleans, go to, to Birmingham, bus over, all those things. But they're a good football team. You know, but don't anybody fool you. They're going to win a lot of games in their league. And I just, I was looking for a much closer game. And this offense just absolutely carved them up. Back to Mingo, I mean, he's a 6'2", 225-pound receiver. Drummond, 6'1", or 2", 225-pound receiver. When they catch the ball, then they've really become a weapon. You know, yeah. 185, 190-pound defensive backs, it becomes chemistry, guys, or physics. I mean, you just can't. You can't a 185 pound guy is going to get hurt most of the time when a 220 pound running back, or in this case, wide receiver is going to run over you or around you. And our guys can be both, and I think that's what the difference is. And you saw the deep ball Saturday night. I mean, how much confidence does this offense have when it's uh, fourth and two inside your own 30? You're up by 40. What the heck? No, we're going to get it. So we picked up for 12 or 15, and then we throw a 50 yard bomb right behind that. So. I don't know how much confidence that we need more than that, but uh, it was pretty pretty obvious Saturday night. Harry, Gordon Ford here. One of the things I noticed that their defense, uh, Ole Miss's defense, I mean, they were incredible that night. This Chance Campbell has given them just a, you know, just a spark plug there, something Ole Miss hadn't had in a long time. And I want to say they held Tulane to like 200 and 60 yards or something like that when they've been racking up yards on everybody they play averaging over 500 yeah 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 well i, I actually i got the stats <laughs> from saturday night i'm sitting here looking at them so yeah, we, we ran we had the ball 94 plays 707 yards they had the ball 56 plays 305 yards well that's two that's two i mean that's two plays less than 40 yards right i mean 40 uh, times that you have the ball for, for 40 opportunities, we had more than they did. And their their defense was absolutely gassed at the end. But our defense, guys, we got we brought everybody back with the exception of Ryder Anderson. We plugged in, I, I like to call him a free agent, and Chance Campbell, who rolled in here and knew knew about uh, uh, Durkin's defense. And he's, he's I use this word many times, and if I have, I hate keep wearing it out, but he's very instinctive. He knows what gap to, to cover. He knows what gap to go through to make plays behind the line of scrimmage. We've got some blitz packages for him where he can get in there and get, get the quarterback issues. And then he noticed the other night he was kind of a spy on their quarterback. We just kept most of the time we rushed three, and those three did a great job of, of either flushing him out of the pocket or getting him down. But when we did flush him, there was Chance Campbell right there spying him and ready to make him up with field tackle, and he was very good at it. He had uh, eight tackles in the game, only only two unassisted. The rest of them were assisted, but he, he was there making those tackles right and left. And he's been a spark plug, gets us lined up properly. I, I, I don't I don't know that there's a better guy, more of an MVP on our defense than Chance Campbell. Maybe, maybe Sam Williams, but Chance is, is playing really over the top. Perry, we have about time for one, maybe two more questions, and I want to get this from a guy that, that's played the game's perspective. Playing so well, and now you get the off week. And, and sometimes coaches don't like that, or players don't like that, and now you've got not only the off week, but waiting two weeks for Alabama. Where do you sit in having the off week this week on this Ole Miss schedule? You know what? I take it for what it is. We knew it was an off week. If you looked at the schedule six weeks ago, it was still going to be an off week. We got some guys banged up. You'd like to have an off week after you play Alabama because they're always so physical, but it is what it is. And if I'm a player, I look at that. This you know, We're going to have probably two to three days of practice this week. 
the weekend off, and then next week come back in there full bore, watching film, get, getting ready for Alabama. And I'm sure they're doing that already. But I like the fact that we got the week off of Alabama. That gives you 10 days to 12 days to prepare for the number one team in the country. We're going into there. I don't expect you're going to get any calls. But as we've, we've seen in the past, you, you got to get some turnovers. you got to be lucky. And I think I think this offense, as it played last year against Alabama in our place, we're going to be able to move the football. What I like is this defense has really uh, matured. It's really come of age. And I think we've got a chance to slow them down. And if we do, we got a chance to win the football game. Harry, when I'm looking at Alabama, and I know we're sneak peeking away two weeks, but that is old Mrs. Nett's opponent. They're giving up close to 20 points a game. Uh, they're giving up balance. They're giving up running yards. They're giving up passing yards. Um, you know, they're, they're susceptible on, on defensively for Ole Miss. We saw what they did to them last year, uh, offensively. We all know where the game's going to lie defensively for Ole Miss this year. But, you know, my key is not to have more than one turnover in the game. What is your key? Well, my key, Yancey, when you play a team like Alabama on their turf, you got to have turf. They got to turn it over. You got to have those breaks. You know, you got to be able to do that. But I think just like we did the other night, and guys, I don't know how you get more balance than this. We rushed. I was down on the field. We, we interviewed Kiff before the game, and I, and I ran into Ben Brown and uh, uh, Nick Broker. I said, guys, I want 300 yards rushing tonight. And they both smiled and said, yes, sir. Well, we only got 372 yards rushing. <laughs> we, we run on Alabama for 372 yards. You can book it. We're going to bring a win back to Oxford. But, you know, we, we threw it for 335. Now, I don't look for us to go se- over 700 against Alabama. But if we get to that upper 400, over 500, and we rush 250 above, we're, we're going to be in good shape. Harry, my man, thanks for being with us again on a Monday night. Now go enjoy the rest of your time, okay? Thank you, guys. Have fun. Right. Thank you, buddy. Always good talking with Harry Harris. The Gators ran for 246 on them last week. You know, uh, and I w- that's with a quarterback that can't pass <laughs> it from here to the wall. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And and we have witnessed that. And speaking of Matt Corral, he is willing for touchdowns on 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 his legs. Yeah. Last last weekend, and, and taking those if it's five, six, seven yards. If they're going to give me that, I'm running. I'm sliding. I'm down. At least through these first three games. It's been a little different, Matt Corral, than from last year. He was willing to run last year, but maybe out of desperation last year. And maybe trying to fit a football in places it didn't go at times in some of the games. I think we've seen a more mature and overall better Matt Corral. I didn't realize Florida had, had actually run for that. I watched a lot of that game while sitting in studio and, and, and doing a pregame before uh, the Ole Miss Tulane game. But they did, uh, you know, they did line of scrimmage-wise, stand up in there with Alabama for the second, third, and fourth quarter. Now, the first one was a little different. Now, also remember, after the game last year, when Saban got on the TV and he said it's almost like Kiffin knew what what we were calling. Uh-huh. Remember that? But I think <laughs> I, I think Kiffin, you know, he has a good he, – he knows his tendencies, and I, I think I, I, you, you can't discount that with Kiffin working for him a couple years there at Alabama. I, 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 I feel good about it. I shouldn't say that, but I do. We've got two weeks to think about it, too, and feel even better or mm. whatever about it along the way. Next, it's your text messages presented by Canon Cleary McGraw. We'll discuss a few things with you there and continue a little bit later on with our friend Terry Warren, who's kind enough to already be in studio and look at our pretty faces as we talk radio here on a Monday night. It's the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Coconut 
much you can break them open and they smell like ladies lying in the sun. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family, from dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new interest off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. If you were exposed to Paraquat, you may be compensated. Farm workers, herbicide applicators, and other individuals with Parkinson's disease caused by Paraquat exposure may be entitled to settlement benefits and financial compensation. Farmers and agricultural workers who work directly with and around Paraquat are at the greatest risk of being exposed to Paraquat. Exposure is most likely to occur in the following ways. Mixing or loading Paraquat, spraying Paraquat, maintaining tanks and equipment used to spray Paraquat, spending time in fields where Paraquat was sprayed. Products that contain Paraquat as an active ingredient may be sold under many different brand names, such as Granite Zone, Cyclone, Helmquat, and Parazone, to name a few. If you or family member have been exposed to Paraquat and developed Parkinson's disease, please call the law office of Dan Mars for free consultation at 1-800-650-2152. That's 1-800-650-2152. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. text message portion of the show presented by Cannon Cleary McGraw for homes as well as lots, land, and condos for sale in Oxford. Uh, you heard him on with us last week. That's where to go, Cannon Cleary McGraw. All right, we got some text messages, and um, one of them, let me go ahead and get this one out of the way since Terry is here. We actually do have a text message that said, can we get an update? Uh, and we're going to get an update uh, for you in Holmes County, all right? So we'll have that coming up on a lot of things with Terry coming up in in the next segment. Um, We're going to try and pin you down a a little bit, Mr. Yancey, with a a national caliber, national championship prediction of the Ole Miss football team. Do you still feel, and uh, this is, uh, again, uh, the second straight week our our men's tried to get you to answer this question. Will you you answer it for him? Well, I've been trying to avoid it, but the the answer (laughs) is yes. I really do. I said that this came between our squad, as we call it, it's a test message group that we go back and forth. And, uh, you know, I told them before the season that this was a national caliber quality team, and they right. kind of played with me and had fun with me about that. And now some of them are starting to come around. Um, I just felt like with the defense, with those six new starters that came in, a lot of them are veteran guys. You got added Ole Miss, you got to have a team that's really mature and has uh, – 
you know, a lot of upperclassmen, a lot of experience in a big time quarterback. And, and that's what they have, plus the four running backs they have. You know, there's just not really many weaknesses on this team. I still want to see how that defensive line is going to hold up. You know, they go, Bivens is playing out of his mind. It's, you know, he, I, I was te- uh, teasing with Jarrell Poe. He might be the best one to come out of Wayne County yet. Uh, but, you know, when you're playing Sam and then Cedric on the other ends, you know, they're between that 250 to 270 range, and then you got about 295. How do they hold up against that run? I still want to see that. But, yes, I do think they're a national, national championship caliber team. And the last one uh, that we'll get to is we know about Matt Corral, but will you talk about the other quarterbacks? that we have on the roster. Yeah, you know, Kincaid came in there. You know, uh, I thought he played uh, well at times. He, I think he missed his only pass. He made a couple big runs. People don't realize he's sneaky fast. You know, he's just got to get a little bit more consistent and, and throwing it uh, in accuracy terms. The arm is there, the arm talent. He can really spin it. And then, you know, Luke Altmaier, he was deemed up a little bit. He wasn't able to play last night. That's why he didn't play. It wasn't because they just decided not to play him. I've seen a lot of good things out of him. I think he's going to be fine down the road. You know, he's just got to get bigger, stronger, the normal things that any freshman quarterback has to do. You look at where Matt Corral was his true freshman year to where he is now as far as strength and arm talent and all that. It just increases every year. But I feel good with those guys. I've got a question for you. Is that okay? Yeah, it, it evolves around Plumley a little bit, and and his involvement in the offense. Have we just not seen some of those wrinkles along the way? Is that something you might say for a big game like two weeks from now, or what do you think about that? I would like to see him get more involved. I really would. Are there a couple of wrinkles we haven't seen? Probably so. Um, you got to think so, right? I think so. Um, you know, I would think short yardage situations. Uh, Putting him back there in the Wildcat will probably be what we see. But, um, you know, I'd like to see him get more involvement there at the slot. Drummond's playing at such a high level, but there's still some room for some more reps and maybe going to four wide out sets, getting some reps in that way. We got to get him more involved. He's just, he's, he's too dynamic not to get more involved. Gordon, you got a question? No, not really. I kind of agree with him about Plumley. They need to get him more involved. I mean, you know, in some quarterback situations, I guess. But Kincaid Den, I mean, he only threw one pass. And, you know, I was really, the route was really bad when he threw it. And, you know, he didn't complete it. But, yeah, he did a really good job running. I'm one of those few people that stayed there till about midnight to watch the part of the fourth quarter. But, you know, you're right about him, Yancey. When he was a freshman and came in, I mean, people thought, I mean, he might have started at that point because he was pretty talented. And then, of course, you know, Plumley came on and when they started Corral. But most people thought he would have been the backup instead of uh, Plumley. And I think, you know, he's going to do a good job once he gets a chance. I do, too. He's, you know, he's sneaky fast. He's kind of got that Bo Wallace kind of speed he did. where he kind of has those gallops. I mean, yeah. He had like a 24-year-old You're right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he he's sneaky fast and he's got a really big arm. The only thing that he needs to work on He's a natural runner, but he needs to work on his consistency out of the pocket. Uh, you would think that would be more natural for him to throw on the run, but he's a little bit inconsistent at that. And when he gets that down, he's, he's going to be dangerous. I know why the listener asked the question, but isn't it funny that we all always want to know about the backup sure. quarterback? Sure. We all want to know the who future. that guy is. You know, no yeah, matter the what backup year, and no recruiting. Matter, that's right. No matter what team it is, you want to know who that backup guy is. Hey, you're he's you're always, one play away. He's always the fan favorite. Yeah. 
one, one play away. And I mean, it's, you know, that's, that's a game changer if number two goes down. But, you know, I, I think, I think Kincaid, I think he's going to be the guy if there were something to happen to him. I also have listened to the guys talk about going up against that Ole Miss offense in practice from our defensive perspective yeah. and what it's like going up against that on a daily basis. You think that improves our defensive group? Because they're so, you know, whether they're the backups or whoever's going up against the ones, I mean, they're working against that tempo and, and they don't see that a lot. Do you think that helps them in regard to Playing defense a little? No question it does. But then you also look at last year's team, it didn't. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, you know, they got some talented guys. They got Springer in there. They got DeAndre Prince in there. They got Chance Campbell in there. You know, you added a lot of pieces. Otis Reese in there. They're, you know, they had a lot of pieces that were able to practice last year, though. But they were Mark Robinson, who actually came in as a running back from SEMO. Um, and they flipped him to a linebacker after, you know, I think it was Monte that saw, uh, saw him in special teams and said, Hey, this guy he was playing running back on, on the scout team and he was playing some special teams and making some hard tick tackles. And they said, man, flip him the defense and they gave it a try. And I think you're going to really start seeing him come on. But Lakia Henry had his best game in a year and a half to me. That was, uh, besides Mingo, that was really key because, you know, he was missing a lot of portions of last year, not playing at the level he did his first year here and really for the first couple of games. But last game, that was the old Lakia Henry and that's big news for Ole Miss. All right, thanks for all of the questions. 426-1093 at 662-426-1093. The text message in each and every Monday. We'll do the best with them that we can. Still to go, the Big Delta Power Sports, good, bad, and ugly at the end of the program. We've got Terry Warren coming up next, and we've got Yancey's recruiting takes coming up all before we finish this Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Hey, Toddy, gosh almighty. Hello, folks. Sleepy Steve's here with Sleepy Steve's Wholesale Furniture and Mattresses. We're a large supplier of mattresses and furniture. Come see us for all your furniture needs. 1218 Sunset Drive, Grenada, Mississippi, 711B, West Park Avenue. Go Rebels, and remember, it ain't easy being sleepy. It ain't easy being sleepy. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki. Featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. Motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides. Zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play. Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. 
Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline. The Rebel Yell Hotline with Yancey, Gary, and Gordon. Now, more of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. Talking with you on your Monday night. Dusty has text messaged in. We'll get to your question by the end of the show, Dusty, from Holka, Mississippi. Everybody knows where that is. Surely they do. Everybody knows? You know where it is? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah? You've been there? <laughs> Plenty been of through there? Terry Warren's on the program with us. By the way, this portion of the show is brought to you by First South Farm Credit. Loans for country homes and agriculture. Take part in that. First South Farm Credit. Terry, of course, owner of Rebel Rags. Big Buddy, how you doing? Hi, how you doing? I haven't seen you in a while. It has been a moment or two. I hear you on the radio, but I don't see you very much. You know, wave at you at the box of baseball when you're up there, you speak. <laughs> I kind of keep it that way, Terry. Well, wear the hat and hide and just, you know. How long have you been doing this? I actually, David Kellum gave me a job in 1986. Mm. I started doing sports high school-wise uh, about 1987-88. And then when he became voice of the Rebels in 89, I just kind of filled his spot, really doing high school stuff, Northwest Community College, Ole Miss women's basketball, and it just slowly slid in there for that. Uh, so about 15 good years of of dealing with that and, and and the Ole Miss stuff, and then eight years with the Memphis Grizzlies, and then the wife makes the real money and has the real job. Well, okay. And and the old guy that can talk for a living just moves wherever. So it's been over 30. This was the amazing thing. Um, because we heard your commercial moments ago with Molly, right? That's right. And she was four at the time. That's four. That's right. Okay. Um, I've even circled back around to kind of helping out with some high school football now on Friday nights. And I was actually at the Crosstown Classic. And I see this rather tall cheerleader that oh, yeah. I realize was four-year-old Molly. <laughs> yeah, she's 14 now. She's <laughs> roughly about 5'11". Yeah. And I, I was at that game too. I enjoyed it very much. That was a it was a very good football. Uh, game. You know, both teams played well. So if you don't know, we obviously uh, Yancey, okay. we, we go back a day or two throughout time here uh, with with our good guy. So here. David Kellum is and I are the same age. So yeah. we we've, we've known each other a long time. He's from Lafayette, yeah. obviously, and I'm from Water Valley. Yeah. And I've known the man a long time. He's a good, really good guy, really good guy. Well, here's the thing: like I was uh, floundering in college. I wasn't going to class. You too. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't doing those things you were supposed to do. Kind of working, working in construction. Can you? Right. This little bitty dude was working in construction. My dad begged David Kellum. I grew up across the street from his wife, Mary, and my dad I know Mary, yeah. begged him. Please give my son a job. Please give my son a job. And thank goodness he did, because here we are 30-whatever years later. I think he and Mary have been together since they were like three. <laughs> During the high school years. It seemed like you put up something like we've been married 40, 50 years. Uh, or longer, that's right. Year. 
All right. Well, well it's going? exciting well, time for Rebels, isn't it? It is. It is. Uh, you know, first, Terry, uh, everybody wants to know. Um, it's been a while now. Give us an update on the Rebel Rags lawsuit. Where things stand? Is it still going? Just I know there's some things you can talk about. Uh, most of the things you can't talk about. Just kind of tell us the things you can't talk about. Well, it's very limited what I can say, but I can tell you, you know, that uh, things are moving forward. It's been very slow. It's it's been a lot of pressure. Uh, things are moving forward. There is a there is a motion pending right now. Should be coming up in the court really soon. I uh, can't tell you what that motion is, but we hope that eventually here in the next months or two, uh, maybe three months, that the depositions will start, which is what we want. We're not going anywhere. We're 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 going to see this thing all the way through the end. Uh, we're excited about it. We feel good about our position. Uh, it just takes a long time, and, uh, you know, way more than I thought it would. I'll be honest. I knew it would drag out, but the key is, you know, when you've got one side that I don't think really wants to be in court, they do everything they can to delay it, and that's what has happened so far. But we are there. Uh, we feel really good about where we are. Uh, my attorney tells me every day we're fine, so, you know, when I talk to him, obviously, but we're doing well. We feel good about it. There's a lot of things going on, a lot of things that I really want to say, a lot of things that I found out through this that I didn't know that have happened over the last years and the, during the investigation things. And when we're able to say and tell you about this, it will. some of the things will shock you as Rebel fans. We were talking about it a little bit off the record, Terry, you know, something that happened at Michigan State. Um, just kind of, you know, give us a briefing on – I don't want to get into the details too much about it, but uh, I'm trying not to tie into Rebel Rags. Well, it's not what, anything what, to do. Yeah, this is just something yeah, we were talking kind of, about that yeah. we read an article that we happened to see. And uh, I think the lady's name was Kathy Redman back in 2010, went to the chancellor, went to the NCAA president and spoke to him about a certain doctor at Michigan State uh, that was having problems with, and he assured her of what the article said. You know, I'm quoting an article, or, or best of my memory, and he assured her they would do that. And then there was a lot of things that happened after that that if you want to look that up and see, you can find it, Kathy Redman, things like that. But a lot of things happened, and you always wonder if the NCA had acted on that, on her information at the time, how many of those girls that would not have happened to. I don't know, but may not be one, and it may be hundreds. But you wonder if the NCA had actually done their what I think is their job and looked into it, would it have, would it have helped them out? When do you think the NCAA came to the conclusion and realization that you weren't going to back out of this, that they weren't you weren't going to settle with them, they weren't going to be able to drain you out of your money to be able to stall it and stall it? When, when do you think they came to that conclusion? I'm not sure they're still at that conclusion, <laughs> I'll tell you. I really don't know. It's been the strangest thing that, that's ever happened to me. I mean, it's been very difficult. Like I said, it's been hard on my family. It's been hard on my business. And uh, they're just, uh, to me, the NCA, even before I was involved in this, uh, is a group that dominates everything they do. They think they're the leader of everything, and they call the shots for everybody. And whatever they decide, regardless of the evidence, is what's done. And to this day, I think that may be true. When you see Dan Mullen and the Florida Gators suit up every Saturday, how hard do you pull against him? Well, I don't know. I don't think about stuff like that. I mean, uh, am I a Dan Mullen fan because of what's going on? No. But Dan Mullen is a very good coach. Yeah, well, there's no He's question. He's a great about that. recruiter. 
And you got to give him that. Yeah. And the rest of that I cannot talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you can, but probably shouldn't, right? <laughs> well, I mean, he is a very good coach. You got to give him that. Oh, well, they're, they're, you know, Dak Prescott. You know, I root for the man. You know, he went to Mississippi State, but I root for Dak. Yeah. And I'm not a Dallas fan, but he's, you know, he's a Mississippi guy, and uh, he's, a, you know, and I wish him super well. How hard has it been on you emotionally being another Mississippi school that was involved in this? You're from Water Valley. I mean, yes, by Oxford, but you, we all got a lot of state friends. What do oh, they I've got say a lot, to you? yeah. What, what, what do your state friends say to you and, and people associated with state? Well, in the beginning, you know, it was one thing, but then since he's gone, yeah. Uh, Dan Mullen became the sorriest yeah. <laughs> guy yeah. in the state. And, and that's been the difference. They realize. And that, their athletic director. Yeah. And, you know, but everybody believes that their school didn't cheat. Sure. You know, nobody cheated but Ole Miss during that time, and they were guilty as hell. And so, you know, and that's the way it was. But if if things will come out, if they if we can manage to work our way through this our, through the court system, and get these things out, I would think you will see that uh, the bottom line in that situation is the NCA decides who is in trouble and who is not. Again, friends, that voice is. Terry Warren, owner of Rebel Rags, is in studio with us. Go ahead, Yancey. Let's get off of the, the NCAA case. Thank you. And let's, <laughs> let's My go. lawyer's calling me now. <laughs> Shut up, Terry. <laughs> he did. He did. He was, he was perfect. Charles is like, be quiet. He's perfect. <laughs> let's go to business perspective. I mean, you're the largest merchandise runner of Ole Miss. My gosh. What, what, what did you tell me? The place is over 100 yards it's uh, 303 feet deep from the front to back. There's two entrances, which people still haven't found, you know, caught on. But you can park in the front. You can park in the back. There's resters at the back, resters at the front. It, uh, we are told that is the largest uh, re- uh, retail store for collegiates. Uh, merchandise in the in the world obviously you know they don't have one in china but it's uh, uh in, so i guess you'd say the united states but it's a, it's a huge store and the truth is though it couldn't be that way if old miss fans didn't support their school and they support their school by buying and wearing those colors and names no matter what it is, and they do a really good job of that. And it's look, guys, I know you know whether you buy it from me or somebody else. It's really important that these people see you and your your children go to school and they wear it to school and they you know who is Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. That's where it starts. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that's been come to Ole Miss, whether it's athletics or not. You know, you know, Yancey's like me. I think in sports terms, not academics. And <laughs> uh, probably both. But you know, it's you know, it's something that's exciting. Uh, we've been through. You know, I'm 62 years old, so I've been around a long time, and uh, I've been through ups and downs with Ole Miss. I never went to college, never went to Ole Miss, and that's one thing that the NCA didn't almost believe that I didn't go. And uh, but. You know, I've been, I've, I've never went to a football game till I was 18 years old. Wow. I lived in Water Valley, but you know, finances weren't there. And, but, uh, the first time I went was a great time and I, uh, I've loved it ever since. I fell in love with Ole Miss at that point and I still am. Talk about Kiffin, what winning at Ole Miss football, what, you know, you said something to me when I came by today. Tell us about what winning at what football winning does for your business personally and, and the record you broke? Well, whether it's Kiffin or whoever uh, or whatever sport, winning is contagious. 
And no matter what, whether it's basketball, baseball, or football, winning creates excitement. And, and they, and, and everybody likes a winner, so they get on. You know, uh, Saturday, we talked about that this last Saturday. It's one of our biggest days as far as a non-conference game ever. And, but other factors are into it, not the fact that we're winning, but also, the fact that it rained so hard, they couldn't get in the grove, mm-hmm. so they all come hung out with me. <laughs> let me let me break in here because we do a, a pregame show four hours before kickoff, okay? And we have the traffic reports in Oxford, and the the OPD guy when he was giving traffic, he was like, "By the way, if you're going down Jackson." There's a lot of people at Rebel Rags right now. <laughs> I mean, I was afraid I mean, they was going to tow cars between. I mean, he really did between really my did. shopping center and IHOP. They were parking on the side of the road, so I sat out there in case they came by. And I said, "Let me." I would. I was talking. I was thinking. I would say, "Let me announce this before you start towing." But it was the. I videoed. It was so many. It was the most cars I'd ever seen there at one time. Wow, it, it was incredible. You know. It's not just unique at Ole Miss, but Mississippi State and LSU, how big baseball is. But talk about how much merchandise is bought during baseball season and what baseball means for a local merchant here in Oxford. Well, you know, whether you like it or not, Oxford, all of it is sports-oriented. How our teams do is how our economy goes, whether it be buying homes, the hotel rooms, the restaurants. This is where it is. Now, you know, first of all, maybe the, the young people coming back to school and things like that is always a big rush. But when we're uh, those events occurring, there's a lot of money coming into this town. When we're winning, it doubles it. So it's it's a big thing. I mean, uh, the one thing I would like to see is Oxford, Lafayette County, and and Ole Miss work together. I've always thought there ought to be a liaison hired to work between paid by all three to schedule events, make sure they don't walk over each other and have a tournament here and, you know, things like that. But Oxford is a great place to live. The, the economy, the uh, quality of life, uh, the police department, the sheriff's department, all those things make a difference on where you're going to live. And this is a great place. Terry. I don't want to put you on the spot here, but what would Arch Manning do for your business? Uh, well, I don't want to put any pressure on the young man, but he could let me retire in one year. <laughs> I, 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 I swear I thought I saw dollar signs in his eyeballs when you uh, said that. And when he graduates, you can buy me out. <laughs> he might could buy you out while he's in there. Uh, he could probably buy me out now. $10 million a year in NIL per year during college. Well, you know, everybody talks about, uh, you know, one thing we talked about today was, you know, all this stuff going on with athletes. Mm. Now, the question is, does that include high school? Can they make money now? They are now. They are making money. We had an agent uh, three weeks ago for a sixth-grade quarterback call and want to do a signing at Rebel Rags. Wow. And we really want this guy right now if he pans out. But, you know, you have to be really careful. Remember, everything has to go through Ole Miss and be approved. The amounts, what you're doing, and everything before you do it. So, so it's it's a big deal, but it's 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 you know it's not it's not completely worked out all of it right now. It's it's really difficult to get all this stuff started. Have you jumped into that game? Well, we had to, but we've got several people that have you know we've got a tentative contract. We're waiting for old Mister approval uh, for the approval of that. We've got jerseys. Uh, Nike jerseys, and as far as I know, we have the only ones out there. And we've got several major athletes, can't give their names right now, that we're going to produce their jerseys. We have the mock-ups of those jerseys sent into Nike, and they have to be approved. Ole Miss has approved 
Ole Miss being on the jerseys with the uh, person as, as of this point. But it's very, very difficult. I found out today that Ole Miss wants me to have a license to sell autographed merchandise. Mm. Now, I've been selling autographed merchandise ever since I've been in business for 16 years. Now they tell me today that I need a license, which is okay. And we've called and sent them an email, but we haven't heard back yet. But, you know, the one thing that you've known me a long time, and you have too, and you have too. You know, and, uh, but I move quick. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have any money at stake like you do. Yeah. Well, that's it's right. Not, it's you know, not directly it's my, out it's of my life, pocket. and it's yeah. out of my pocket. And you know, and you know, we want to say a big thank you to Ole Miss fans because they have really supported us, continue to support us. We've had a lot of competition over the years, and uh, we have fought through all of it, and we'll continue to fight through it. And we're working hard. Merchandise is very difficult to get. Ashley and I spent the whole day ordering products today. And we spent a, we spent about six hundred grand today for November, mm. and we hoping we get it. And you know, baseball season next year. Uh, the one thing that y'all and, and the chancellor asked me about this. He said, "Why do we have so many versions of powder blue?" <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, if he don't know, who the hell does? <laughs> and uh, he uh, he uh, you know, but you do one. Uh, I forgot the color that they actually call it for football, but it's different from baseball. Yeah. And then they made that color in baseball. There's a lot of fans. They think it's made just for you. Yeah, the, the baseball jerseys were a different color one year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, it didn't work well. You know, Mike Bianco uh, is a dominant person, and he's got it going on. He knows exactly what he's doing and never questioning him. I mean, he's he, he he's got everything down from the morning till when they get home that they've got it planned, and it's it's a really big deal. He's a great coach and a great organizer. Man, no doubt. Thank you, Terry. Oh, got to say something about basketball. Good yeah. season coming up. Oh, yeah. Good season coming up. Talk with him the other day. Get your tickets. Get Carmen's your tickets. fired up. Got to get those tickets. <laughs> Sell this thing out. Terry Warren, Rebel Rags with us. We'll still do the good, bad, and ugly, and we'll try and get your recruiting deal at the back end before we're done as well. We'll finish up this Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell hotline in just a few. Oxford's newest place to eat, drink, and play is excited to say that we are now open for lunch. Starting at 11 a.m., seven days a week, we are now open for lunch. And yes, we have the burgers. Yes, we have the wings. But have you heard about them awesome carne asada fries, steak and shrimp fries, or the awesome fajita fries that everyone has been raving about? If not, you need to get the joysticks, man. Call 380-5249 or come see us at 1801 Jackson Avenue West, right across the street from Dairy Beach. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. 
Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat and a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Please take me back home to Mississippi. Mississippi. Thank you, Rana. Please take me back home. It's hard to interrupt that one, isn't it? Sounds good to me. Gary Yancey and Gordon back for just a little bit. What a great conversation with Terry Warren. Yeah, he knows a lot. Yeah. They mess with the wrong man. He's going to see this stream through to the very, very end. They, they, it wouldn't matter if he went dead broke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. They, He's they, a bulldog They've now. never been to Water Valley. They've never been to Yellowbusha <laughs> County. They don't know nothing about <laughs> Terry Warren's Terry the greatest Warren. man. I sold him his tickets when he first got here, you know, when I was a basketball manager back in the day, and he was just a good dude. And I remember – we were talking about a story, and I know we got to get to this stuff, but there was some defensive coordinator, it was Dan something that was under Cutcliffe, and Terry was moving him up, and, and Cutcliffe told him, I don't even know if I've hired him yet, and felt like he had to hire him because he showed up here with all this stuff. <laughs> all right, let's get into it. We've got, uh, uh, well, first of all, we're going to kind of double-team this, right? You're going to start with your good, bad, and ugly right now. Go ahead, Yance. Yes, uh, this is the good, bad, and ugly, brought to you by the Big Delta Power Sports, by our buddies over there in Batesville. The good, talked a little bit earlier, but Jonathan Mingo, I mean, back-to-back games that he has really, really come on. Six catches for 136 yards and one TD. As I mentioned earlier, Ole Miss has to have that third consistent threat to beat the Alabama and Georgia's other world. Number two, Ole Miss fans, over 54,000 paid attendance. I don't rain. know how many showed up in the rain, but I can tell you it was a good crowd. They were loud. It was a two-hour wait for the game. The student session, there had been at least a couple thousand of them that stayed all the way to the end. That is the hardest rain I've ever seen ever come down at any sporting event that I've ever been to. Wake Forest, I believe, in 2005, Eddie, you know, in yep. Eddie O. Was the hardest I've been, but that was just about an hour before the game. It came down sheets, and the Ole Miss fans still came out in droves. Kudos to the Ole Miss fans. Third on the good, Ole Miss defense. I mean, they totally clamped down Tulane in the second half, held them to 103 yards, I believe, four first downs. They were playing a lot of third, four stringers, some walk-ons. You know, that's what you got to see because those guys will eventually become rotation guys because you will have injuries. This is the game of football. Four, Matt Corral. I mean, come on. He's he has seven <laughs> touchdowns, uh, ties the record with Showboat. He's just he's playing at a level. He is the best 
college player in football, and there's not a close second. There really isn't. Lastly, Chance Campbell. Uh, he's the missing link for this defense. The guy, he's just so instinctive. He, he, I don't know. I'm, it might be Patrick Willis the last time I've seen a linebacker like this play at this level. The bat. Well, it's kind of hard to find bad things when you win 61 to 21, but this is the good, bad, and ugly. So we have to have something bad, and that's going to be the penalties. Nine penalties, again, 65 yards. I think they're averaging 11 penalties for 103 yards per game so far this season. That ain't going to cut it. I don't care how good the offense and the defense and special teams do. You can't give the Alabamas of the world that many chances. The ugly. Well, we just talked about it a minute ago. The rain. My gosh, over 3.5 inches of rain came down between 5 o'clock and midnight. And I'm telling you, it never let up. It just hovered around. It wasn't supposed to rain, but between 8 and 9.30. It came three hours early, and it left three hours later. I got a crack in my driveway, and now it's even bigger. So that's going to cost me a little bit of money. So that is definitely ugly. That is the good, bad, and ugly brought to you by the Big Delta Power Sports. we got about three minutes, Yancey, so your recruiting take brought to you by Mars, Mars, and Mars, your number one source for representing serious injuries for 30 years. Yeah. Ole Miss held uh, seven official visitors this weekend. The highlights are Quinshawn Jukins, who's their number one priority there at running back, has narrowed it down today after that official visit to Ole Miss, Auburn, home state team, and Notre Dame. We believe uh, he's going to end up a Rebel. He'll announce on September the 19th. Another huge recruiting tidbit, MRA four-star linebacker Stone Blanton. Uh, he was in town. Mississippi State has been believing they've had him wrapped up in maroon and white for quite some time. And the Raiders are going to be surprised when they wake up tomorrow morning. I'm putting a crystal ball in for the Johnny Rebels. Mm. And lastly, the quarterback. Quarterback Justin Martin committed to California. He's been their number one target there at QB for quite some time. He came in for the camp in June. He returned this past weekend, 6'4", 210. Ole Miss has his his attention. He goes to UCLA in a couple weeks. Uh, he still remains committed to California, but I think Ole Miss is in a really good spot right now. And that's really the highlights from this weekend recruiting. You mentioned Patrick Willis. Um, tonight on the Monday Night Football ESPN2, when you have Eli and Peyton together, third quarter, P. Willie's going to be with them. Yeah. That ought to be a blast. Mm, yeah. They got Brett Farr for the first quarter. Uh, they have Gronkowski for the second, P. Willie for the third, and then Pat McAfee will be in the fourth quarter. So that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. Get all the be. Rebels together. It is going to be fun, and Arch Manning will be in town for that LSU game. Mm-hmm. Arch Manning's going to be in town for the Ole Miss Alabama game now. How would that be if Ole Miss beat them right there on their home turf and put about six, seven hundred yards up on Alabama? That'll be nice. You know, we we will get a good chance next week to really talk more football. Yeah, Yeah, we'll get into this in Alabama. Um, and you'll also watch what they do to Southern Miss. You know, you know, we'll get that, and we can kind of discuss. Look, we watched that game last year. I mean, Ole Miss just couldn't stop them, right? They scored 63. Uh, The defense is different. I think that's going to be part of our thing. And I think Ole Miss can score. 
I don't. I think they can score against anybody. Just watch it. I had several people because all of this rain happened in Oxford, Batesville, the northwestern portion. I coached baseball in New Albany, twenty minutes away on Sunday, right where it didn't rain. It was the craziest. Unbelievable. And, and everybody just wanted to ask the question: Is the both Ole Miss and State fans? Is that offense really? That good, yes. That, True. I they think, are. I think it. I, I think they're really. They're going to score on everyone. The key is: can they stop the Alabamas? Can they stop the LSU's? Can they stop the Arkansas's? Who's doing things too? That's what we'll get to talk about next week. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yes. We'll finish it up, and we want to thank Rhino again for handling it. Harry Harrison on with us. You who text messaged in, and we'll get to some of those. Maybe we'll have a little more time to do it next week as well when we get those. And our man, Terry Warren, who came in. For Yancey and Gordon, I'm Gary. Thanks for being with us. The Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. So long. Hotty toddy. Hotty toddy.